Now the CPI inflation data has dropped this week here in Australia and although some people are saying well it's still too high I think we've got to look beyond what it actually means. Now while inflation is red hot and we've had interest rates increase we've actually had the fastest pace of growth in Australian real estate prices. So in this video I want to make sense of it all and figure out what exactly is going to happen next according to some banks out there and yes we know some banks are wrong but it's going to give us some insight as to how we navigate the market for the next 12 months. If you're interested in my thoughts definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now before I jump into the core of this video, I want you to go ahead and follow me on Instagram. You'll find a link in the description below. You can go and follow me for nice memes, but as well as that short form content. So these videos broken down into shorter form videos that you can then share with your family or friends that may not be as interested as you are, but still need to be kept in the loop. So you can either hit the link in the description below or just search Personal Finance with Ravi and you'll see a blue tick there that's the one to follow. CPI inflation at 6% for the June quarter. The consumer price index rose 6% in the 12 months to June 23 quarter after a 7% increase in March. Underlying inflation, which excludes short-term seasonal impacts was 5.9% compared to 6.6% in March. Over the quarter, prices rose a further 0.8%, the softest quarterly growth since September 2021. Why this is important is because we're seeing an inverse effect with how house prices are growing at their fastest pace ever. But we're gonna get onto that in a second. Headline inflation was slightly softer than expected with economists of Australia's four largest banks anticipating figures slightly above 6%. So this is actually a positive sign. Now what we did see is an increase of 0.8% and what you would want to do is you would annualize that change. When you annualize that change you'll realize that we're actually growing at about 3.2%. Now we know that the RBA's target band is 2 to 3%. So if we're annualizing now and we're getting to about 3.2% based on all the data and all the trends we should be within that target range by the end of the next quarter. Now you can see it here in this graph where we've seen that massive increase in the actual inflation and when we've broken it down it's starting to fall over. Some would call it a free fall but this is not just being affected here in Australia. It's just interesting how all the world economies are going through the exact same thing. And what you can see in this graph here is that it's not just Australia that's falling over. Everywhere else around the world we're starting to see inflation really cool off. Now what does this actually mean? Well if we are actually growing by 0.8% and that was the quarterly change our inflation is still at 6%. So could the RBA come out and say well okay it's still a bit higher than we want and we need to increase rates again quite possibly because I mean their band is two to three percent we're not there yet the risk is that do you over tighten by say increasing rates too quickly and keeping them high for a longer period of time and risk the economy actually falling off a cliff and then it's actually very difficult to get it running back into the two to three percent inflation target band this is why it is so tricky and most economists are wrong when it comes to what the move should be by the RBA if you talk to anyone 12 months ago 98% of all economists were wrong. I think there was one out of like 30 that were actually correct thinking that rates would be even this high. Everyone else thought that we would be maxing out at about 300 basis points. So yes, inflation has been stickier than what we actually thought. And here on this channel, I actually thought that the interest rates would have started cutting in Q3 of 2023. We're in Q3 and it doesn't look like they're gonna cut. So yes, I'm wrong on that front. But what my focus was around those predictions was more so in relation to real estate. What I believed was throughout 2023, we will see growth in market. 
And by the end of 2023, we will go from talking about a recession to, hey, prices actually went up and we're about to see the boom kick in. What's very interesting is right now, we're starting to see prices increase, but the rates haven't actually started dropping yet. And this is a bigger cause of concern, especially for those who don't hold assets. Imagine now where you've got limited demand, given that interest rates are still high, people still don't have a borrowing capacity, yet prices are increasing. So what happens when rates start cutting in 2023 or 2024, and we start seeing increased demand levels? Because don't forget, we've got immigration at record levels, and we've got people stuck on the sidelines that may not be able to borrow right now. Once they come into the market, the market will have already recorded a five to 10% growth, meaning there's gonna be more confidence in the market at that point. Consumer confidence is higher, so when people are allowed to buy, what are they gonna do? They're gonna probably buy. And that's gonna further accelerate these price movements. Now, house prices have already recorded the fastest quarterly growth since 2021. House prices in Australia's capital city soared over the three month period to June, with those in Sydney climbing by more than 5%. We can see it here, quarter on quarter change. So Sydney grew by 5.3%, Melbourne by 0.4%, Brisbane by 0.9%, Adelaide by 2.8%, Canberra zero, Perth 2.2%, Hobart 1.2%, Darwin 1.9%, and the combined capitals come out to be about 2.7%. So it's very interesting to see that inverse relationship. We've got prices increasing the fastest since 2021. And this is why I've been talking on the channel about you getting into the market when you can actually afford to get in and blocking out the noise. There is still so many people talking about how prices will come down. We've got listings increasing, arrears are increasing. There's a mortgage cliff in 2023. And it just seems so familiar, seems so similar to the sentiment and what people were talking about in late 2020 and early 21. The conversation back then was, Ravi, you're an idiot. Because we still have banks that have put mortgages on freeze. We also have income coming from the government in the form of job seeker and job keeper. So once that ends and the mortgage unfreezes, prices are gonna fall. And instead, we saw prices increase at records that we've never seen before. Now, are we gonna see prices increase at the same level as what we saw before in 2020 and 21? I just don't think that's gonna happen. However, it's crazy to think, but we are now in a position where we could, the likelihood of us growing as fast as 2020 is a lot higher than it is for us to drop by 10 or 15%. And that just blows my mind because it is above expectations of what I even thought was gonna happen. Now, I came out on this channel and I also said that I was buying property and about a year ago, I said this was the best time to buy. When you actually see that in relation to the price points and where the market bottomed, it was just around the time of this video dropping. And one of the main things around when market sentiment changes is when the media headlines start changing. The first six months of this year has all been about a recession that's coming, prices will fall and the mortgage cliff. Now we've started seeing banks and economists start changing their tune. That hey, maybe this isn't as bad as we thought. And maybe because we have so much immigration and the shortage of housing with building companies going bust, we might see prices higher. And NAB is one of those banks that have come out and reviewed their actual forecast and reviewed them up. So what they're saying here is in 2023, their forecast is Sydney to grow by almost 7%, Melbourne by 2%, Brisbane by 5.4%, Adelaide by 3%, Perth by 6%, Hobart down by 6.4%, and then the average capital city growth of 4.7%. Now that's for 2023. In 2024, we go even higher. Sydney grows a further 4.9%, Melbourne 7.4%, Brisbane 2.9%, Adelaide 3.7%, Perth 6.2%, Hobart falling flat, and the average growth of about 5%. Now, personally being on the ground and buying almost 200 properties over the last couple of months, I can tell you now, this is purely an average number and we will outperform this. That means we could be in the vicinity of anywhere between seven and 10% growth in 2023. On a 500K property, that's $50,000 worth of growth. 
it. And I get it, you're probably thinking, this guy's too optimistic, I'm being super cautious, but you've got to think about the bigger picture here. If you have the emergency funds, you know you can account for the higher cash flow required to hold a property, and you're looking at the long term, stop trying to time the bottom of this market. Because if it never comes, like we saw in 2020, you may miss out on whatever the next leg looks like. And buying real estate is very different to when you go out and buy Bitcoin or you want to buy stocks. You can go out there, it's available, just at a different price. Real estate's not the same. If there's no properties available in that street or in that specific suburb that you think is going to grow, guess what? You just have to wait. And you may be waiting for another three, four, five months and vendors can go in and say, well, there's nothing listed at the moment. I'm going to list mine at a ridiculous price and see who pays. There's always going to be someone who's FOMO buying and that is what causes prices to go even higher. I hope you guys have taken away something from this video and if you've enjoyed content like this, definitely smash that like button and subscribe if you haven't already and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.